Welcome to the Becoming Her podcast, where we talk raw and unfiltered about all things growth, discovery, evolving and healing on the journey to becoming her. It's not just about career or relationships. Nothing is off limits. So many of us feel this way. So many people, men, women alike, are going through these challenges. Let's talk about it. You're not alone. It's about discovering who you are, who you're meant to be, and removing the pressure of being perfect. Let's unpack what it means to dream with no limits and fall in love with the essence of you. This is Becoming Her. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Becoming Her podcast. This is Danny, Haley J, Candy Marie. All right, guys, how are we feeling today? Who wants to go first? Where do we start? <laughs> I feel. How does your soul feel today? My soul, it just feels the, the word raw right now just keeps coming up for me. It feels raw, it feels open, it feels like it's on a journey of openness. That makes sense. I like that. I actually really love that. It's I funny feel to like say I'm that. I'm in a very calm space where I'm trying to implement all the things that I've said I'm going to do multiple times. I'm finally doing. And I feel like I'm a lot more intuitive where because I've silenced some of the distractions in my life, I'm finally getting the messages I'm supposed to get. And I'm just listening to what my intuition tells me to do. And I'm not questioning it. I'm like, I'm going to go left today instead of right. Today I'm going left and I'll figure out why after. I love that. The first thing I thought was like, well, what are you receiving? Right. So much. <laughs> I'm just, I honestly, like we can get, you, you can go first because it's going to lead into so much no, of it's... like my journey <laughs> within the past couple weeks and with my mom and everything. But mm, I just think the timing and then receiving. I love that. And you know, that's one thing that I have to say. We have to like let ourselves just be open to receiving all the good that's in the world, you know? We deserve it. And oftentimes we close ourselves off out of protection. But when we protect ourselves too much, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're closing off to lose things, but we're missing out if we don't even allow it to come to us anyways, you know? All right. Because the best things are unplanned. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, you know, when you try to protect, you're li- living in a spirit of fear. You know, living in a spirit of fear doesn't allow you to be present and be in the moment. And there's so much beauty on the other side of fear, you know, on the other side of patience. It's like they say life happens when you get out of your comfort zone. And that's so true. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just feel like I'm I'm just living a lot more now and like being so much more present than I was before, which that just feels so good. I love the intentionality of it, though, because it's not like you're just saying I'm going with the flow and that's that you're you're being intentional about going in this direction. Right. About being open, Um, which it's funny you say that, because, you know, one of the things that has really been on my mind lately is, as you guys know, I did this interview earlier this week. um, Shout out to Jamie. Yeah, he has his own show in Vegas. Um, He invited me as a guest on there and I was so nervous. I remember telling um a couple of my girls that I was like, I don't know if I'm ready, et cetera. And one of the things that she says, she's like, see, what we're not going to do is sit here and have you doubt yourself. And uh, obviously there were more things that she said, but the big things that she was saying, the, the, the message was like, do it scared, mm. right? Do it anyway. 
And, you know, it really has got me thinking of like, well, staying the same is safe sometimes, right? It's comfortable. But, and even though there's like safety and comfort, it's not necessarily going to help us evolve, which is brings us to our topic, right? Of evolve or stay the same. And, um, you know, I, one of the questions that I have today is like, are you like, if you had a choice today, and I want to ask both of you this question, you know, if you knew that you could not fail, what is one thing that you know that you would do? Wow. That is a hell of a question. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, I'm hoping you can lean into this first. (laughs) Give me some inspiration. And it doesn't even have to be is super deep either right like for example some people are afraid of heights right mm-hmm. would you go bungee jumping would you go skydiving i think it would be maybe my most impulsive thing i just really want to go to italy uh-huh. so i think it would just be don't worry about any plan or money or finance i would just go i'd get my ticket and i'd go to italy I yeah that. probably that because i i feel like i'm in a good place where everything i really want to do i am working towards i'm not as far as career and relationships mm-hmm. go i'm not not doing anything out of fear right now so that does feel good but maybe just be more i think my biggest fear is financial stuff so if there was no no hold back of that it would be traveling more for yeah sure. oh, wow i love that you know what when you want to just wake up and just go for it like let us know and we'll send you lots of encouragement okay perfect i've actually done that before like i woke up one day with a friend of mine that i work out with and i was like hey girl are you ready to go work out she was like girl i'm going to mexico I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I literally just bought a flight two hours ago. I'm going to Mexico. She was like, you want to come? I was like, first thing initially was that fear. Like, can I afford this? Can I do this? Like, what am I going to do? Nothing's planned. And then I said, fuck it. How much are the flights? Bought a flight, left two hours later. Oh, my gosh. I love that We stayed in a different Airbnb every night. And it was the most amazing scary, exhilarating feeling I've ever had while traveling because nothing was planned and we did everything in the moment. So go for it. I love that. I love that so much. Actually, Can we do that? Been... Yes, please. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after my sister's wedding. It's a big goal of mine because I feel like my parents, for example, they, they didn't get to travel a whole lot. They traveled right to back. Like it was a thing for our family to go back to Mexico every year. Um, and it was like a family vacation and stuff, but outside that they didn't really travel and get to know the world. And I feel like, man, the world is so big and beautiful and so many things to discover, so many cultures to, to learn. And you know what I mean? So I'm just, I, I, and I, to this day, I'm like, I wish that I could take them on a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but since that's not an option, I want to do this, right? I want to travel. I want to, I want to show the future generations that there's more to life than just working. And, you know, we should be working to live, not, not living just to go to work. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we're stuck in survival mode. Yes. And surviving is not living. No. Living is surviving. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, because those are the things that make you come alive more. Completely. Right. And going back to your question, uh, next month, and it's crazy that I'm even saying this, is the one year anniversary of my brother's passing. And I can't believe it. Coming up on a year. And I've decided that I am going to do the thing that scares me the most, which is jump out of a plane. (gasps) I'm going to do that on the day, the exact day. I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to wake up 
And that's going to be the thing that I do. And it is the thing that scares me the most, which is heights, which is literally jumping into it. Like, it's just like everything that surrounds that. And I feel like it's literally about to expose me and open my mind up to a space that I've never been in. And I cannot fucking wait. I just got chilled. I cannot fucking wait, but I've made up my mind. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm already, whether I do it alone or not. You guys heard it first. You heard it first, Haley. Yeah, we are being recorded. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can don't pull the receipts. You want to come too? No, recording this journey would be real. I don't want to share my story when it comes to that stuff because I don't want to um, ruin your experience. But <laughs> um, we'll circle back. You've done it before. Um, my sisters did, and um, just really end so well for the guy that took them. So, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> pray about one this. Of friends, well, <laughs> one of my best friends did it. She said she had a great time. A lot of people do it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was okay. um, We're going to pray. Lots of praying. Lots of praying. God's got you. I can't believe it's been a year, though. Yeah. It's crazy how time flies, right? But I love that you're just diving into what would make you feel most alive. And I heard this quote. I wish I could remember where I heard it from. But it was that death and the life, not a relationship. And that's why I was like, that is beautiful. so true because just because and not to get so Eckhart Tolle but I just read a new earth and it's all it's about like form you know and just being so attached Hello. to but it's just like how people put so much emphasis on their physical form and we are so much more than that so I was like okay maybe I don't have my mom on earth and you don't have your brother on earth but we just we have them in a different form now you know we have their spirit which could arguably be even more powerful and get even closer it with them. Is. Mm-hmm. I honestly my relationship is so much closer now because I can talk to him whenever I want. Does I feel, feel cool? him mm-hmm. like instantly. I'm like, hey Adam. You give me chills when you talk about that <laughs> stuff. And that's when it comes to being more, I guess, to circle back to being more intuitive. I almost hear um my mom's voice now when I'm picking up my phone when I'm driving. I hear her say, put your phone down. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. But, like, mm-hmm. I hear it so much clearer. And then when I'll just, I went to Reiki, and one of the things that the Reiki teacher told me was that my mom comes to me in rainbows. And two years ago, I was like, the rainbows, before my mom passed, I was like, rainbows are a thing. And my sister made a joke. She, like, at the time I was working at a clothing store in West Hollywood, the gay district. And she was like, yeah, Ailey, you see rainbows all the time. You're in West Hollywood. <laughs> no, no, it's something. I know it's something. It's a different attachment. Yeah. But the crazy thing, before I went into the Reiki session, I saw a rainbow shine in on my car and it reflected on my seat. And I literally took a picture and I wrote, hey, rainbow. And I know it seemed like, well, duh, you put on your story. The Reiki teacher did not see my story. And as she's telling me she comes to you in rainbows, I'm like, I literally just took a photo of the rainbow. And now I feel like I see the weirdest little reflection of a rainbow everywhere where it's like, how did that even get there? And I just, I'm just like listening and I feel her. Yeah. And it just, it helps me go... It helps me. We have chills, guys. Slower and just, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like when I'm moving too fast, these are the beautiful things in life I'm missing. But when I, and even it comes to like, I told Danny, I, I really, I've been trying to eat slower for the last um, 20 years and it's so hard to implement it. And I just finally did it after like being reminded of it on a podcast. I was like, like I get stomach aches all the time. I know with, you know, my journey with celiac and stuff I know what I'm doing is right but like there's still something off and I eat 
so slow now. It's ridiculous. Girl, she told so me how better. many times she chewed her food, my jaw dropped. Well, no. The, but... doctors, the doctor on the podcast said 40 times. I'm not over here counting. That's not enjoyable <laughs> to me. I count do not count. Times, not. But, but basically, chew super slow. You taste your food. And I'm just like, in those moments, even though it's just like, okay, I'm eating slower, it makes everything else go slower. And better though you know what i mean it's just yeah, like your digestion my nervous system yeah. and so i just moved that way breaks the food down mm-hmm. the way it's supposed well, I know. to in in all fairness and i do want to kind of circle back on that i was talking a little shit and it was me just me you know being yeah, fun yeah. but it was also it there is a lot to that though because you know we're we're such a microwave society right that yeah we want everything instantly right mm-hmm. and we don't take the time to slow down and experience life, whether if it's experiencing the flavors of some mm-hmm. food that you're eating, Being right? Or the or, or the nutrients yeah, that you're absorbing. Take exactly. It Being like someone had to produce this and someone had mm-hmm. to either whether it was a package or whether it was like yeah. grains in a field, someone had to put in time so I could have this. Everything so has I, a function. Completely. You know? Even that's why we have these teeth, that's why we have these jaws, that's why our digestive system works the way it does, you know. Everything has a function. We're not allowing those functions to occur in the way that, in the way in which they're supposed to. Right. So we're taking away from the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Completely. That's why it's not functioning and flowing properly. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Gems dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it just reminds me of myself too. Like I literally, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I don't really chew my food either. Most and it don't. makes sense as to why I'm having digestive issues. Okay. So I'm allowing my body how, to function. How can it if it's not exactly even given a chance? No, fully. And we're on the go. I, I typically would eat within like twenty to twenty-five minutes. Yeah, because we're in a hurry. We need to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. eating the same it. amount of food, fifty to fifty-five minutes. And I'm like, no wonder I didn't feel well. Right. And like some people can be fine. Like there's a lot yeah. of people that can scarf down their food. They're fine. I'm not one of those people. No. So now I'm like. We don't take it real slow. We don't take it slow. If I got to finish my lunch on my break later in the day, I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So this brings me to my next question. And this is kind of crazy to say, but hear me out. If you were told that you had three months to live, what would you do differently today? Wow. I got mine. I would just... Be present. I would be more present and in the moment. I would take things in and people in. And I wouldn't be so quick to react and to respond. Yeah. Just live in the moment and be present would be it for me. I would chuck my planner out of the window. And I would just be around my loved ones as much as possible. I would be with my friends. I would be with my sisters, my dad boyfriend anyone that matters to me i would be with them as much as i could all the time mm-hmm. i love that you know it's it's funny you say that because i think this is a question that i it stuck out to me um more so because obviously as i've mentioned before you know there's stuff going on with my dad right and um we have the audacity sometimes to think that we have all the time in the world we don't know our expiration date no you know our time is borrowed and in when it comes to choosing how we move, right? Whether if it's doing the same thing that we're doing every single day, what we're doing right now, or if it's choosing to do differently, 
to maybe put more value on our relationships or on our experiences or on our food, enjoying every single experience, right? How do you make that choice, right? It's You have to make a choice because if you don't, it's no, no, no choice is a choice, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That reminds me of a choice that I've recently made. And this is in terms of going back to the topic, evolve or stay the same. You can't get around LA traffic. It just is what it is, right? So I've decided to make the decision of rather than just staying in traffic, I want to take the scenic routes so that I can actually see. And even though it's going to take a longer amount of time, I can actually see more and experience more rather than sitting in traffic, waiting behind cars, getting frustrated and annoyed. And I did that the other day. And the wait time for traffic would have been 49 minutes. The scenic route was an hour and 17 And it was, I had my jazz plan and I just really got to see the beauty in the city, the beauty in the neighborhoods, the beauty in just looking at the houses. And um, I want to do more of that and less of trying to get there quickly by any means. I love that. That reminds me, I love the quotes. There's another quote, I think it was Eckhart Tolle, where he was like, when you are more focused on where you're trying to go rather than enjoying the journey to get there, that's when stress happens. Yes. We're thinking about the outcome. We're not, we're taking, we're neglecting our current self because we're just so worried about our future self. But like this version of ourself matters. This is the only version that matters truly. It's the only version Mm -hmm. because it's the only version that's here. The other one's gone. The other one hasn't even happened Mm -hmm. yet. Hasn't even come yet. Absolutely. Completely. There's definitely magic and, and beauty and being, right? Being, whether if it's like what you're saying, right? It's just, we're in such a hurry to get everywhere that sometimes you just just exist for a moment. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Yeah. Sit in, whether it's sitting in traffic. Like, speaking of traffic, one of the things that I've started to do recently, and I kind of gotten out of the habit, but I love music. And like, like I love You're love great. Music. You're great at it too. Yeah. She's a curator. Do you hear me? She'd be curating. Um, but I... You know, sometimes I would take like my conference calls on the way to work or things like that. Right. And I didn't realize how much joy it was robbing me. Yeah. You know, um, and that's like your alone time, too. You know? It is. It's yes. my time to just like decompress. But when I'm in traffic or when I'm driving or wherever it is and I'm, you know, just sitting there with the music and just kind of existing for a moment, it brings me so much joy. And like I realize how much it's a therapy to me. You know, and there's obviously different forms of therapy, but I, re- I just, I didn't realize how much just being in that moment kind of brought me back to yeah. that. Yes. You know, and definitely that's something that I would say I've learned <laughs> recently when it comes to that, you know, instead of just, just not making the choice and like, oh, okay, I'm going to be in a hurry to get to work. Like, no, hold on. And those are the little balances that we can make when you are such a go-getter and you have a million people that need things from you. At all times, Dana, right. we've, all, we've all seen your WhatsApp and how many people talk to you 24-7. Like, it is hard to make time for yourself. So if you can do it on your way to work, then, like, take that time. And then can we talk about how gracefully she handles it? It's insane. So you have to give yourself that same grace. Mm-hmm. that you give to everybody else she does it with a smile so when you give yourself that same love you got to do it with the smile you got to take your time with it the same way that you do everybody else mm-hmm. self-love has been a big kind of 
theme in my life a lot recently because you know <clears throat> going through a breakup in the last couple of years and just relearning myself has been such an interesting journey but one of the things that uh is also part of it that a lot of people don't realize at least that I didn't realize before was how much discipline and showing up for yourself is as much part of self-love as mm-hmm. as anything else you know what I mean as going and getting going to the spa like that showing up for yourself in those moments whether if it's setting a boundary or, you know, making time for yourself uh-huh. is so important when it comes to that. And I didn't realize it until Don't recently. Don't rob yourself of that time. Right. Like today, I, I got 34 credits left on class pass. Okay. Uh-huh. I canceled my membership for next month. But today, That's I'm going to go to hot yoga. I got four credits for hot yoga. And I'm going to go get a back facial. That you reminds know, me, actually. I'm doing that today. I didn't know that was a thing, but that is awesome. Girl, you better get you some class pass. We need no, back facials. Oh, back Oh, it's all class pass. I hope you're listening because, um, you know. We need sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's true. And that's also, I heard that's how you build confidence within yourself, too. Because I think a lot of people, they are down on themselves because they're tired of disappointing themselves. And it's because, oh, I said I was going to do it and I didn't. Mm-hmm. But then when you hold yourself accountable to commitments... That is loving yourself and that is, it's a balance between being too strict and keeping yourself in a cage, but also being like, I know my worth and I know that I can do this and I'm going to do it. So I feel like that's, you're like, I trust myself now. But it's also a way I feel like for people to learn how to love you as well, because Mm You were in that brain, weren't you? You opened the door. You said you how you allow them to. No, because like if you respect your own time and you respect your own commitments and your own boundaries... Uh, you know, I feel like other people will as well, because otherwise, if you don't do those things, then it's so much easier for you to forget what those boundaries are yep. and allow the disrespect to happen. You mm-hmm. teach people how to love you. Yeah. You teach people how to trust you. How to show up for you. Advice how to show up for you. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even malicious. People just like enjoy yeah. talking to you. But if you always drop everything you're doing to respond to them as soon as they need it. Yeah. They expect that from you, but if you're like, "Hey, I need my, I need my own time. I feel overwhelmed right now," and that's one thing I've gotten so much better at, especially when it comes to like being on my lunch break and things like that, where like people want to show me things about work or whatever, and I'm like, "This is my time," and if you want me to show up for the rest of the day, this is my time. I love that about you, is you show up for yourself <laughs> very well. No, you do, and this is something that we also have to do, right? Like community is so very important, and the people that are around you consistently if they're not pouring into you if they're not mm-hmm. saying hey sis i see you like i love the way you show up for yourself sis give yourself more grace or whatever like your community man it will make or break you well i will say it took me four years that's why i am so good about it now i, d- I didn't just wake up and decide like i'm gonna do these boundaries i was terrible at it. i went to not to be like, oh so dramatic but like that day i went to the er it was for anxiety like it was nothing else than just like being so anxious and not knowing that it wasn't like a full panic attack, but it just manifested in the awful stomach ache. So physically, I felt terrible too. That was before I found out I had celiac. So I was still like eating what I was allergic to. That didn't help. But but your stomach is the core of you, uh-huh. so it makes sense. That's where anxiety goes. It goes to your core, to your stomach. Exactly. That is anxiety. If anybody out there is listening, if you're having stomach issues and you struggle with anxiety. That's why you got to get to the core of that, which is the anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it just took finally being, having enough pain to be like, okay, we either make a change or we can continue complaining and not making a change. So what route do I want to take here? So that's why just to 
if anyone's listening, it's, it's not easy to do that. No. Right? And I still work on it every day. Um, I still find myself being like, oh, maybe I'll just try and text them back before my set. And that's why even like I give myself enough time before my sets because at Live Play Bingo for hosting, because I don't like just getting there and going on camera. I need time, five minutes to get my head in the right place, mm. calm my energy, because especially when we're on camera, you know, we get 30 second breaks, which love my job. It's amazing. But like we were talking a lot. And if I go into it without energy, I literally cannot catch my breath, my breath. And I will feel like I'm going to like have a panic attack on camera just because I haven't given myself a chance to breathe. So those things ahead of time are really important to me. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So, you know, showing up for yourself is so important when it comes to the even just to circle back. Right. When we're choosing to show up for ourselves that's where we're choosing to continue evolving because otherwise we're just going to be repeating the same cycle whether if it's showing up for ourselves and maybe it's money management or in working out or in the relationships that we choose to have you know it's it's making that choice to just ask yourself right is what i'm doing today going to help me become the person that i need to be to reach my goals Mm -hmm. you know but on to a lighter topic what are you doing this week to let your hair down Ooh, girl. <laughs> Tell me, what? how are you disconnecting? Well, I'm really proud of myself. Um, I started a jazz class yes. this week. I started a jazz class. Uh, I want to get more free in my body. And I've had a, a lot of anxiety surrounding dancing um, because sometimes I have two left feet. And I don't mind owning it. And um, I'm committed to conquering that. So I signed up for a jazz class. And... It was terrible. Um, It was fun, but it was just terrible because I wasn't comfortable. But I told them that by next week, I'm going to have the routine down and I'm committed to, um, yeah, just getting free in my body. So that is how I'm letting my hair down. Would you be down to record a session? 100%. Ah, I'm so excited. (laughs) This sounds really fun. All right, Danny, you go. It's going to be the Try Girls. I feel it's, like that would be really the fun. journey to becoming my yes. highest self. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That would actually be really what fun. What are you doing to let your hair down? Ooh. Can we come back to me? Why <laughs> <laughs> are you asking the question? Okay. I know. I'm like, uh, what, what am I I'm doing? It's kind of similar to uh, Candy's answer. It was, it's a class I take called Booty Yoga, B-U-T-I. I love this. But it's all about shaking that ass, feminine power. It's not like your typical yoga class. We do things that sometimes I feel like I look so awkward and so embarrassing, but it cracks me up and I'm just like, do it, let go. I spin in circles. We literally run around the room and we go, ay, ay, ay. it's just like a full, she's like, can we come with you? Yeah. She literally, I mean, 7.30 in the morning, if you guys want to on Friday tomorrow. Yeah. But she goes, um, open up your pussy. Like she's just like out there and <laughs> it's so fun. What? I'm in love. I'm in love. Well, she says, breathe through your pussy. It's just like really fun. We're going. I have no words, and I love this. Okay, I'll send you guys the link because it just it makes me not take myself seriously. It makes me get all the little energies out. It's the best way to start my day, and it's just simply fun. And I get a great workout. Is it every Friday? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is fantastic. This sounds amazing. On my girl Karen in the valley. She's great. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks. I asked the question, and I actually don't know. (laughs) Maybe it'll be for for you. It's the music thing. I'm getting back to. Just finding those moments when you can make yourself feel as good as you can in the moment. It's it's not even that. It's just that you know how like when you have your entire month planned out and you're like, okay, every weekend there's something because those are the yep. times, right, that we're mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. This weekend I actually don't have anything. And I think that's it. Meaning I 
not going to do anything on purpose. Can we hold you accountable to not book anything now? I so like that. I like the sound of that. Well, if I do book something, it'll be something fun. That you want to yes. do. Yeah. But yeah, I probably will go to the beach and yes. just sit there and maybe paint or journal Perfect. or something. Perfect. Like well, doing nothing actually sounds wonderful. <laughs> well, what did you say earlier? Or you said not making a choice is a choice. Yeah. So I've kind of reframed my whole doing nothing. That you're not doing nothing. You are resting. You are recharging. That mm-hmm. in itself is something. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And I think that's what society's been like. Oh, you're lazy. You're not doing anything. We know the difference between being a lazy. Right. And yes. Resting. There yes. is a difference. Completely. And yes. when you need that rest, there's actually nothing that refuels and rebuilds better than just resting, not only mentally, but physically. Yeah. All those things are so important. 100%. Yeah. Like right now the beach is calling my name. Even something as fun as like, you know how, remember how when we were kids, we used to go and like build sandcastles yeah. and like, do, I don't remember the last time. That I actually spent time having fun in the sand. That would be, and I've got the perfect beach for you too. Where? It's in Malibu. Ooh. I, I'll send you the it's exact coordinates. I'm players all the time being like, this is a game called live play bingo. Are we playing or are we stressing? And no, completely. That's when was the last game. time that we just played? You know? Well, because life tells you when you get older that you're not allowed to play anymore. But you know, when I think about what the face of society looks like, why am I taking advice from that guy? Like, they're not doing so Exactly. Well. Why don't I do what feels right to me? Because at the end of the day, it's me alone with myself at mm-hmm. the very end of it all. And Yeah, we're, we're changing, I feel like, what the norm of what success looks like, right? It doesn't always have to be that hustle culture. It can be having, being able to have that balance, right? Be able to take that moment and go and just to play and have fun. I agree. Or just to say, fuck it. Y'all know. Completely. And go to Mexico. And go to Mexico and let your hair down. And... Guys, one of these days, let's have a call. <laughs> and on that note, I think our biggest message takeaway is going to be, you know, no choice is a choice, right? Do you want to actually evolve? Yeah. Or repeat what you've been doing already. And change doesn't happen unless you want it to. So when yeah. you want it bad enough, you will do it. So make time for the things that set your soul on fire and bring you joy and play and would make your 90-year-old self proud. Yes. Uh, yeah. And most importantly, open up your pussy. <laughs> I got a feeling I could be someone.